A question I frequently get asked is, how do you even start a photography business? Or if you were to start your business again from scratch today with everything you now know, what do you wish you would have done or maybe have done differently? Today, I'm going to be sharing with you what I would do if I was starting a photography business today in 2021, what I would be focusing on and the areas that I would think more about than others and a few I personally wouldn't even do again. Let's dive right in. If you're a female photographer, entrepreneur, business owner and total boss with big dreams, this is the place for you to be. I'm here to help you discover that you can create a successful, profitable business and most importantly, a life that you love. We're going to be chatting all things photography, business, goals, branding and lifestyle, you name it. But my main aim is to inspire and empower you to go after your dreams, create the strategies and take action in your business, get fully booked with your dream clients and change your life. So I'm really excited to welcome you today to the Ambitious and Inspired podcast. I know this topic is going to be helpful for you if you're a photographer or service-based business owner who is wondering what you should focus on next. It can feel like there's a lot of things that you need to be focusing on when starting a business. You don't want to waste your time, your money, any wasted effort, and ultimately you're wanting results, right? When thinking about these answers, I imagined if I was opening a brand new photography business today in 2021, whilst keeping in mind the experiences I've had up until today. I'm trying to think what kind of things I care about, what things has got me results, and ultimately what's helped me create a fully booked, successful business, but most importantly, a profitable business. My main tip is treat it like a business from day one. Yep, that's it, my main tip. It sounds so simple, but let's just say you're starting your photography business today. Maybe you're thinking it's not really a full-on business yet, it's kind of a hobby, maybe a side hustle to your day job. Well, if I'm honest, photography can be a really expensive hobby if you aren't putting focus and attention in the right places to be able to monetize your passion. Now, don't get me wrong, if you're wanting to keep it as a passion, a hobby, you do you. But if you are thinking that you want to turn this into a business, then you need to start thinking and treating it like a real business. Doing this will help you change your mindset about all the decisions going forward into your photography business, not only making it successful, but also profitable. The sooner that you say to yourself, this is happening, this is a business, even if it is on the side, is that other people will then also take your business seriously too. People aren't going to take you seriously in your business until you do first. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to have everything sorted on day one. Of course not. You might be in a space where you're trying to establish what offerings you want to offer for your clients, what sort of work you want to create, but definitely be considering your business from day one as a serious business. It's not a wishy-washy thing. You want people to look at yourself and your work at whatever point you're at as a professional and someone who is worth what you are charging. So things that you'll need to consider, again, not necessarily from day one, it depends at what stage you are fleshing out your business, but things like like contracts, booking forms, insurance, any legal side, are all things that you do need to consider to take yourself seriously and be considered as a professional and also get paid for what you want to do. In different countries, it's different things that you need to do to be able to set up a business. Here in the UK, there are a number of different businesses you can set up, whether that's a sole trader or a limited company. Each of these areas have different things that you need to consider. You may decide that you do want to do your own finances. You may want an accountant. 
every person's different and every business will have different pros and cons of which is the right way for them to set up. But I would recommend that you contact your legal team or someone that you know who's based in your country that will be able to help you establish what is the right setup for you and your business. You also need to be considering the legal aspects. So for example, you know, contracts, booking forms, any insurances that you need that will cover you in any eventuality. So these are all areas that you need to be considering if you haven't already if you were starting a business. Something I was finding at the beginning was that I felt like because I didn't understand the tax system and how I needed to set up my business, I felt like I wasn't ready and that I wasn't ready to charge until I had that sorted. So taking out barriers that you need to do to tick the boxes to get yourself started are really important to nail those down at the beginning so you can go full out there really confident and then start focusing on the main things like marketing your business, creating a network, creating your portfolio. That's really important. You don't want the business side of things to hold you back on the actual initial setup. If you're unsure where to start or how to set up a business in your country, just head to Google. That will be the best place. You'll be able to find some sort of a citizen advice website or government website, or there might even be associations or organizations that you can contact. Um, For myself, I know that I'm a member of the Guild of Photographers. There's also the Association of Photographers. There's a number of places that you can get really useful resources, access to legal teams and contracts and things like that that will help make sure that you're set up correctly to make sure that you're covering all areas that are needed to be covered. So I guess that's kind of like the little boring admin-y bit I guess but it's a really crucial part that needs to be sorted from day one so that you're taking your business seriously. All the other fun stuff and exciting you know portfolio building and things like that can be done alongside that or even before but it's definitely really important that when you're considering turning this into a business that you need to treat it like a business. The next step for me would be portfolio building. Now, this is a really fun and exciting part and it also ties into networking as well, which I think is also a really crucial point that I would 100% focus on if I was starting my business all over again today. It's something I still work on in my business every single day, week, month, year. naturally in my business to make sure that my business is growing and it is successful and profitable. Portfolio building is a really fun way to establish exactly where you're wanting to focus your style, what niche you're wanting to work on. This doesn't necessarily just relate to photography, this could also be to the services you're providing, any products that you're you know launching and thinking about. Creating a portfolio of your work that you're offering to your consumer is such a fun process. When I started in the beginning, I did attend a couple of portfolio workshops and they were great. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying don't attend them because it really helped me establish some confidence. I met other like-minded photographers and I also made some friends who I'm still friends with to this day. But what I wish I had focused on now looking back on it is that when I started, I wish I created relationship with suppliers that I wanted to work with and build a concept and portfolio around my style and vision of work. I wanted to take my business, the type of work I wanted and the clients I wanted to attract. You might not know what your style or vision is so attending portfolio workshops are great because it really gives you the flexibility and um, the freedom to work out what you do and don't like. You go to these workshops, you know 15 other people turn up, you're all photographing exactly the same thing, exactly the same angles, there's nothing different and you're therefore all flooding your portfolio and your social media with exactly the same images and I just feel 
feel like it's great if you're wanting to learn how to take photos and to network, but ultimately you're wanting to create a portfolio that will stand out to your client. There are lots of mixed opinions about portfolio building because ultimately it's a great way to start and practice and learn and photograph concepts, but also it's not going out there and getting experience and showcasing that you have the ability to photograph a wedding. Create your own portfolio through style shoots, you know, even for family photography, you know, personal branding, you could create mini setups of yourself. You don't have to have a paying client. You can just have fun with it, go with the flow, create your own style and then showcase that and in turn hope to book dream clients who are attracted to your work that you have created. And like I say, this is the fun bit. This gives you the place and room to grow and have fun and be creative with other suppliers that you're wanting to build a network with. And again, this doesn't just apply to weddings. If you were a family photographer, could you create a mini styled setup with a family that you bring in as a model and you go to your ideal location, you set up a beautiful backdrop, have fun, get creative, try out new poses, and this also gives you time to practice your editing is there a really particular area that you want to focus on you can then create a beautiful bank of photos that you can include in your portfolio and use to market towards your future dream client in the initial stages I was attending all the workshops that I could afford at the time. I was in my early 20s. I went to portfolio building workshops. I attended several um, sort of business and photography based Uh, workshops but really looking back I got to a point where I was like right I know how to take a photo I know what type of work I want to do I know who my dream client is I just need to start growing my business I need to start booking I need to start bringing in an income therefore I knew that I didn't need to just attend another photography workshop my main focus then shifted and I realized I needed to invest in education and in my business I would focus on education because you can't do better until you know better. And when you're in the beginning of your business, you just don't know. I realized I didn't know a lot of things. I needed to really invest in marketing and getting someone to help me deep dive into my business, invest in the business knowledge and work out what my roadmap was going to be. You may have heard it before, but being a photographer, you're actually only ever photographing like a very small proportion of your time of running your business. It expands so much more than that. You know, the marketing, the finances, the the biggest scale picture of running a business and the actual creative and photography aspect of it makes up only a very small portion. But you have to educate yourself and pour yourself into investing in books, podcasts, mentorships, attending workshops and if you don't have the money to invest at this time deep dive into YouTube go to Pinterest you can find a wealth of knowledge at your disposal if you have the time to do it for me I knew that I had spent several years deep diving into YouTube series finding people's blogs and I loved it this was when also I began starting listening to podcasts myself and listening to educational podcasts business-based podcasts and I got to a point where I just felt like I needed tailored specific advice. I could sit down with one person one-on-one and deep dive into my business and work out what I needed to do to take it to the next level. And this is when I invested in my first business mentor. I signed up to a course, a 12-month program, and it was 
game-changing in my business, my personal growth, and also my confidence. At that point, my business skyrocketed. I was able to leave my full-time corporate job and take it from a side hustle where I was earning a little bit of money from it and actually take it into a fully successful, profitable business. But ultimately, as a business owner, you're always going to be learning, developing and adapting because you'll never have got to a point where you learn or know everything. There's always new marketing strategies, new business strategies. So it's one of those things where it's really important to invest in yourself and your knowledge to increase your business. But the reason I wouldn't be investing so much time or worrying so much about ads is because at the beginning, I would be focusing a thousand percent on relationship building because the relationships that you are making are the ones that are actually going to come back tenfold. And I don't mean just following the right people. Starting and running your own business. And yes, you do have your clients, but it's a totally different relationship. The sooner that you can find a community, the sooner you're going to be able to grow. It's important to surround yourself with peers that are shooting for the same goals as you are and who are challenging you to chase your dreams. You'll find these people that will help you be accountable. And I know there are a lot of communities out there, some way more accepting and inclusive and supportive than others. But you all start and have the same sort of questions. You just want to chat somebody who gets it, who understands what it's like to have great clients or even problem clients or not really know how to answer a client question. I'm really lucky to be a part of a couple of photography communities and peers that I can go to, especially during times like we've been through recently with the pandemic, uncertainty in business. It's amazing to have friends who you can contact and just either vent. I created a small mastermind back in 2019, which brought together several women in business. We meet together for monthly like catch-ups and we run through our goals and plans for that month and the month that's been. We share our wins and what we need to be working on. I've also got an amazing connection and group of incredible wedding suppliers, you know, the likes of makeup artists, hairstylists, bridal designers, florists, stylists. We all refer work to each other and it's amazing to be able to turn up to a wedding and see some of my friends there. We work together. We also have them built a I know it might not feel scalable and it doesn't feel like it could
true connections that will I honestly think it was probably one of the best investments in my own time that I made, making connections within my own industry, within my own area with other local professionals. Hope of building a true connection and friendship. It was never to piggyback off the business of somebody else or to get them just to follow me on social media or it was to build a true connection and friendship. So yeah, I would definitely say networking is definitely a key way that I got around running the expensive ads and I actually now don't invest in ads at the moment in my photography business on any blogs or anything like that. My main way of getting business is through social media, referrals through suppliers and The next thing, if I was starting all over again today and it is still a non-negotiable in my business right now is creating weekly content for my ideal client. This was true in my business when I first began and it is also true today in 2021. So if I was starting all over again, I absolutely, I would show up for my client in a simple way, either via video, podcast, blog or on social media. And then I would always direct them over to my email list or to my website. If you have an email list of people that are interested in what you're doing, you have someone to sell to. And this is totally in your control. It's your platform. Whereas places like Facebook and Instagram, they can decide whether or not to show your post to to potentially. They also aren't necessarily going to be But the main thing is, is they're the ones in control on that. So I always try to make sure that I have content that is on my own platform. So my website or my blog, and then it's also distributed or repurposed into other places. If you don't have an email list, I recommend you start one ASAP. You can get on free software like MailChimp. Um, Myself, I use a company called Flowdesk, which is an incredible, beautiful email list platform. And I began on MailChimp. I've moved over to Flowdesk. I can share some more details below in the show notes. So definitely go free and check them out if you're looking to invest in a email list provider. But don't get caught up in the vanity metrics when you're creating content. Yes, engagement is really important. Engagement leading to conversion or that person taking action by going to your website or inquiring with you is way more important. As I promise you, likes are not going to pay your bills. Make sure that you are creating content for you. They will find useful or informative about the product or service that you offer and that you will therefore turn them into a paying customer. If I was also starting all over again, I a thousand percent would take the advice that not to worry about what other people think do it and don't worry about the imperfect action. So working faster isn't necessarily always the best thing. I'm so pleased that I've had the journey that I've had and it's been spanned over several years before I reached a point where I could leave my day job and take my business full time. Doing your business as something that's not just a quick win but in it for the long haul will definitely change your perspective on how you show up. This is also the fun bit, creating content get creative, collaborate with other suppliers or people that are going to be aligned with who your ideal client is. It's a fun process, but also making sure that you're using it in a way that serves your business positively, that you can repurpose it and make it work for you rather than doing like a one and done creation. You can create a piece of content that will serve you 10 times over and then can be repurposed again and again, several months later or a year later, you can make that content really work for you. I started my business journey back in 
2012 and everything I've learned over the years since then is very different to how I would approach it today but starting with the foundations that I've already spoken about along with a strong social media marketing strategy and not worrying on getting caught up in all the gear on what other people are doing and focusing on yourself taking action, believing in what you want and what you can achieve, focusing on your ideal client and how you can market your product or service to be the best that it can be to reach new customers. This is 100% how I would be approaching starting my photography business if I was starting all over again today in 2021. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and found it useful. I really love answering your questions around business and deep diving into all sorts of areas and topics surrounding personal branding, mindset, and creating a freedom-based lifestyle. So if you have any other questions that you'd like me to deep dive into as a podcast topic, please feel free to drop me an email. I will leave the details in the show notes or feel free to connect with me over on Instagram. You can find me at, at Charlotte Briar Ash. And if you get a second and you found some value in this episode I would really appreciate if you head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review it would mean the world to me and I'd love to hear your feedback and what was your favorite piece of advice from this episode and I'm happy to let you know that there are going to be new podcasts coming your way every Monday I've got some incredible interviews coming up with amazing women in business I've got a couple of episodes on action curing inaction and also your ultimate social media strategy for 2021 and what you need to be doing on to scale your business. I hope you have a great week ahead. Thank you so much again for listening and I will speak with you really soon.